welcome to the Parents of Goers community. This podcast is for you and for me and for all of us, the stayers, as we choose to thrive with a child on mission. Today on the podcast, we have Sharla. That's how you pronounce your name, Sharla? Yes. Sharla. Okay. So, Sharla, tell us a little bit about yourself and your family, and then we're going to go on and talk about your daughter. Okay. Um, it is myself and my husband. We're a military family. So my husband was in the Marine Corps for 32 years. So we've kind of moved for all over the place. Um, and both of our daughters were born while we were in the military. So they were military brats. So I, I think that military kids adjust to moving and, yeah, and being introduced to new things. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, so we he retired in 2013, and we landed in McKinney, Texas. Okay. And so we've lived here for eight years and enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah, so we had, I'm in Iowa, we had snow today. Did you, do you guys have yes. cold or is it, is it warm? It gets, it gets very cold here, but okay. it doesn't get as cold as it does in Iowa. Yeah. So, and I'm very thankful for that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It was cold and windy today. So we're starting on winter, I think. So, um, yeah. So let's go on and talk about your goer. You're the mother of a goer. Um, I've loved having some conversations with other missionary mamas because we can kind of commiserate with each other and encourage one another. So, um, hopefully we'll do that today. Um, tell me about how your daughter, so you have a daughter that's on mission right now. Tell me how she decided to go on mission and like what events precipitated it and how long has she been gone? Just tell us a little backstory on that. Okay. So, um, it is our oldest daughter, Jordan. And while she was in college at TCU, she started going on, shorter mission trips to Guatemala. And um, she's been several places. And she, I think she started that her sophomore year. And okay. each year, she, yes, while okay. she was in college. Got it. So she would go over spring break or she'd go over summer break. Mm-hmm. Um, and she actually started getting into that because she joined a church um, when she was going to TCU. And there was a ministry there. And a lot of the kids would go on the mission trips for, you know, spring break or in the Mm -hmm. summertime, they'd go for eight weeks. So she started doing those and she's a traveler anyway, because of being in the military. So she really enjoys that. But then she, I think God really placed it on her heart while she was in college and she was going on those short mission trips. He was kind of drawing her into that where she could see that he was leading her to be a missionary and that was his will for her life. And the more she did it, the more she enjoyed it. And I just feel like um, each one of those trips were preparing her for a longer mission trip and then a longer mission trip. And um, by the time she graduated, she had decided after her senior year, she was going to join the um, group that was going to Guangzhou. Okay. And so she did. And so these, those were kind of just the little things that led up to it. Mm -hmm. And then by then she had fully committed to joining the team and she was not going to pursue her uh, career as a certified teacher after she graduated. Okay. 
So, so what, when was, what year was that? Was that? She graduated TCU in May of 2019. Okay. And so then she left with her team Uh in September. Actually, they had gone ahead of her because she was waiting for visa and Mm -hmm. and everything. Yep. So they went ahead of her. She met him over there and they were there for a very short time. Right. Before before the wonderful pandemic hit. Before this little thing they call COVID-19 happened. Yeah. Wow. But she got she got the training and she got the experience of leaving and going overseas. And then she had to come back home. Yes. She had just gotten used to living overseas and, you know, being on her own for that extended period of time. And but she's very independent anyway. That's just her personality. But I feel like those teams that are together, mm-hmm. they really support and encourage each other and they, uh, they become family. I agree. And I'm so glad for that. <laughs> yes. And so I think it makes it easier for them. And then it also makes it easier for a parent because you know they're part of a small group. They're part mm-hmm. of a family and everyone supports each other. Yeah, exactly. So, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. So did her entire team, they had to leave um, mm-hmm. China. And so did they immediately come home or did they go to a different country for a while? They they were actually meeting in Thailand for a convention. Yes. So they left to go to the convention at the beginning of February in hopes that they would be returning to China at the end of February. Uh-huh. And then they were told, you're not going back to China. Right. So they stayed in Thailand. I can't remember how long. I want to say six weeks. Yeah. Um, but they were home by April. They sent them back home. Yeah. Because Our they didn't know what was going to happen. Went to that very same convention in Thailand. Okay. And the same thing. Yeah. They they had the same type of schedule. So they brought a mm-hmm. bag that fit above, you know, the airplane uh, thing, like a carry-on bag. And there were three of yes. them. And mm-hmm. um, that's what they had for the exactly the exactly when you talk time. about being a minimalist, uh-huh. that is exactly what they did. She yes. came home with a duffel bag, <laughs> right? Yes. Now, did she ever get her things that were in China? Yes, we just got those this summer. Yeah, we did too. Yeah. So it took over a year for them to come back. Yes. Uh huh. It's take things take a really long time. Yes. Yes. A really long time. So she, it's just she's not married. It's just your single daughter. Yes, she's okay. single, mm-hmm. and she is how old? She is twenty four. Twenty four. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she is now. Where is she right now? She is in Madison, Wisconsin, with her um, Osaka team. Um, they're waiting to go to Osaka, Japan. Okay. But right now, Japan still has that ban and won't let, um, you know, right. travelers in. Visas, however, yeah. however, there is a hope that they are letting some uh, people in who are coming for business and mm-hmm. students. Uh-huh, right. So that, that team is very hopeful. They're very excited because this is what they have been training for. Exactly. And so now they're so excited that they are going to actually, hopefully, get to go and use the language that they've been right. working so hard on. And just, you know, it's just their heart. Oh, yeah. I mean, God, 
They are so excited. They are on fire to go over there and share the gospel. And they've been in this holding pattern for a very yes. long time. So it very feels long. good to move. Yes. Yes. Feels good yes. to move. Mm-hmm. So um, how how has your adjustment been? You've kind of had to go back and forth as well. Like, okay, I'm letting her go. Oh, now she's back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so how has that been for you? Um, first of all, how is it to have her really far away? You know, um, mm-hmm. that that's a difficult thing, for, especially for a mom, I think. And then secondly, how did you prepare yourself for that? Well, honestly... She, she did this all these previous trips. Yes, she did the previous trips. And when she would go for a week at a time, I was like, okay, you know, I can handle this. She's only going to be gone for a week. Right. Um, and then when she went on the eight-week trip... Yeah. After she graduated um, college, she went on the eight-week trip, and I honestly did not know if I could handle that, Um, and I had to tell myself that that is not my life. This is her, and she has been called to do that, and that would be very selfish of me to tell her she couldn't do it. I kept trying to fall into this pattern of fear mm. and sadness. Mm-hmm. And then I would just tell myself, that's not okay. God has placed it on her heart to go and to spread the gospel. Mm-hmm. And if he's called them, then he's going to equip them and he's mm-hmm. going to protect them. And I really feel like he has orchestrated their steps. Mm-hmm. Every bit of everything that's happened, I just feel like he's been preparing me He's been preparing her, you know, starting with the one-week trip to the eight-week trip. And then when I got the email asking me as a parent, you know, I'm sure you got the same one. And they were, it was asking you, how do you feel about your goer Mm. leaving? Um, Do you support them? Mm. How do you feel about this? And I, when I was answering those questions, I started to say no. I I don't like this. I want her here. It, totally, it scares yeah. me. Exactly. Um, and and then I had to stop and and I just said, you know what? I'm not going to live in fear like that. Very good. She has been called to do that. And I and sometimes I'll feel myself start to get into that pattern yep. again of like, well, she's going overseas and this is going to happen and I'm scared. And you know what? Honestly, I just really have to tell myself that is not God doing that. And so I remind myself that he has prepared them. Uh They've been called for a reason. Uh And, and she always, and I always tell her, you know, there are a lot of people here right in our own backyard that are not Christians. And she always reminds me, mama, there are a lot of people who aren't saved here, but not everyone is willing or able to travel abroad to share the gospel. And she said, I am. Wow. So, and I was like, you know what? If she wants to do that and that's what God has called her to do, then I need to be okay with that. Uh, and I'm not going to say I don't worry. Um, and sometimes I'm concerned, but you know, I know that God has them in his hands. Yep. And I know that they are sharing the gospel and they're doing what they've been called to do. And they are so so excited about it. How can you not support them yeah. when they are that excited? Right. And you see them happy. You know, you see them thrive. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They yeah. are. And they love being with their team. Yeah. Um, 
And I'm sure you, um, the same thing happens with you. Jordan sends me pictures with her team Uh and everything they do together. I mean, it's like they have the closest groups and they all love each other and they all support each other. And it's just exciting to see the work that they're doing. Right. Yeah. It is like a little family away from family. But yes. yeah, the things that you're, um, I resonate with everything you're saying. And I think the people listening will say like, oh, me too, me too. And so <laughs> the refrain that you're speaking of like, oh, I fall into the fear, but then I have to get out and I uh-huh. have to choose to say, no, that's not of God. And yeah. they are adults and God yes. has called them and he's going to take care of them because they're not really my right. kids anyway. Exactly. Kids. And so I've got to hold them loosely and let go. And so Mm -hmm. the things you're Mm -hmm. saying, I'm just like internally saying, yes, amen, sister. So I think that having this podcast is going to be really healthy because women are going to say like, I'm not the only one. That's what I was saying. Yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. not the only one. Not the only one. And you know what else too, when they're gone and they're overseas or wherever they're at sharing the gospel it is better for them if we're encouraging them and they know that we support them instead of saying, well, I don't like that or I'm worried about you. Um, you know what? I never cease praying for them. And I always tell her how much I love her and how much I support her. I would never place my fears mm-hmm. or selfishness on her by saying, well, I don't want you to go because yeah. that would be very selfish. Right. And, but that's a normal, everyone Mm -hmm. kind of feels that like, oh, I don't want to go, but you have to kind of deny yourself. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, it says in Matthew, when we follow Christ, we have to deny ourselves and take up his cross and follow him. And so this is part of that cross, you know, giving our children up. So those are such good words. Yeah. Those will really, I think, uh, ring true in, you know, other, other mom's ears and just how we have to talk to ourselves about, Mm -hmm. okay, this, yes, it's a scary, unfamiliar thing, but, oh, look, this is, our kids are thriving and this is exactly what they're supposed to be doing. Right. So, but that doesn't mean it's not hard. Right. So what, what has been the hardest? So maybe it's the having to switch that mindset, you know, what's been the hardest thing for you? You know what? I think the hardest is just not knowing, Mm. you know, when they're gone, they do communicate. I mean, they have their cell phones and they're able to email, but, um, just not knowing, are they safe? Are Mm -hmm. they okay? Are, you know, what's going to happen? The hardest thing for me is just not knowing. Mm. Um, especially if you don't hear from from them for a day, I'm like, okay, I didn't hear today. So something's Mm -hmm. wrong. Um, and then once again, I have to turn my gears and I go, you know what, that you can't be in fear. You just mm-hmm. can't mm-hmm. because um, you're all you're doing is hurting yourself. Right. Um, I, I just know without a doubt that um, God has prepared them for such a time as this. Mm-hmm. And they know what they're doing. Right. And like I said, the whole team supports each other. They've been through this training. And so when I start to, you know, internalize mm-hmm. things that are, are bad. Um, I just stop myself right then. And I say, it's going to be okay. Mm, that's really good. That's why we yeah. need each other because then, you know, I yes. can say to you like, Nope, don't go there. Don't go right, there. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's, and it's just human nature. We know yes. that we're going to 
worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and that's just human. Mm-hmm. And we are, we're going to because those are our kids. Yeah. But then at the same time, we have to encourage each other and say, we've got this yep. because they're doing exactly what they were called to do exactly. and they love it. Right. And if we show our fear, then that's kind of discouraging to them. And that creates yeah. just friction and tension. Yeah. And sometimes mm-hmm. missionaries get so tired of that, they just, they come home. Right. So we don't want yeah. that. We want to have no. them stay on the field as long as God wants them there. Yes. Yep. So, yeah, those are good words. So um, you talked about uh, talking to her. So what mm-hmm. has been the best way to communicate with her? Um, I would say... She sent out a monthly email, so I really enjoy getting those because then she gives the whole update of what's going on and what they're doing. Um, But she does, yeah, she does try to text me every day at least to say, I'm fine. Good. You know, everything's going good. Is Um, that a normal texting or is that like a WhatsApp or a um, WeChat? No, it's normal texting. It's just normal texting. iPhone. yeah, and mm-hmm. the texting was really weird when they were in China because you know it had right. to be, yeah. you know, they had to use, uh, yeah, um, s- symbols and stuff. Yeah, but just just getting a text during the day, mm-hmm. just know that I'm okay and yes, and we're doing a great job. Then I think that is the most comforting thing to yeah. me is just hearing from her and knowing, okay, you know what, yep. she's got this. They're very independent. They're grown. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So texting, um, seems to work. Yeah. In China, it was a little weird and we had to use things Mm -hmm. like, um, WeChat and, um, and have more coded, coded language. Right. Yes. Yes. But, um, yeah, lately it's been, our kids are still in the States, but they're hoping to go to Taiwan soon. So, okay. Yep. Different stuff, but there'll be a similar language. Do, so your daughter had to learn a whole new, is she learning a whole new language? Yes. Well, in, in the military, we lived in Japan. Oh, you did? So she took two years of Japanese in high school, and she was immersed in it. Right. And she absorbs foreign language very easily. Huh. Uh, so she, when she went to China, she was only there actually four months. Okay. And she picked up she picked up the Chinese language in that length of time. Amazing. And then uh, she took two years of uh, Japanese in college as well. So it's kind of just a little refresher course for her, mm-hmm. um, but she will be speaking Japanese and she absolutely loves it. Like I said, this is what they've been working for right, right. and training for. Uh-huh. And so for them to get to go do that, it's like a reward for them. Wow. I love that. That's mm-hmm. great. Well, she'll be ahead of the ball game then with her language learning skills. Yes. Yes. Very she good. Is. So, what words of wisdom? I think you've given a lot of wisdom about how to kind of think about what you're thinking and how mm-hmm. to capture your thoughts. Those are very mm-hmm. wise for, um, you know, mothers and fathers. Of course, you're going to worry about your kids. So right. do you have anything else um, that you want to encourage the, you know, the moms and dads listening with? You know what? I think I kind of just echoed some of the things that you said and, and some of the things that I said, um, our kids are just on loan to us. They belong right. to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's better for them and for us if we 
jump on the bandwagon and we support them Mm -hmm. because this is what they've been called to do. Right. And we know that God's plans are much higher and better than ours. Mm -hmm. And if he has called them such a time as this and he's prepared them, then he is going to use them in a mighty way. And so we have to put our emotions and our pride and our wants and our needs aside um, because this is what he's called them to do. And I would say encouraging them and supporting Mm -hmm. them is probably the best thing that we can do for them. Mm -hmm. I agree. And when we start to fill in that into that trap of fear Mm -hmm. to just, just wake, wake up, open your eyes, get up and say, I'm not doing that because fear is no place to live. Yep. I, amen. Amen, sister. Yeah. So I think if we can be their biggest cheerleaders, Mm -hmm. that is going to get a long ways. Not only, you know, when you, you kind of train yourself to do things, you recreate new Mm -hmm. habits in your brain Mm -hmm. and you help yourself and you help them. Yes, you do. Yeah. Well, thanks for all of your, just many words of wisdom and your encouragement, even to me, things, just, just hearing things that are familiar to me and the fears I've Mm -hmm. had and the worries I've had. That's just so helpful to me. It is. So, it's, it's comforting to know that somebody else feels the exact same way. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. So thanks for joining us. This is super fun for me to talk to all of you about um, your experiences. They're all different, but all have some common threads. So yes, very, uh, very fun to walk alongside you, Sherla. So yes, thanks, thank thanks you. Thanks for being here. It was here. fun chatting. All okay. right. Thank Bye-bye. You. Okay.